Family-owned and operated, Toys and Ford is proud to serve the drivers of the Chippewa Valley with some of the most popular vehicles around Wisconsin and the country. They're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand-new vehicles to choose from, as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover SUV and trucks. Plus, with their expert finance, service, and part centers in-house, they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs. Visit them today at 1000 Chippewa Crossing Boulevard in Chippewa falls who doesn't love cooking up a good burger on the grill having a good burger is one of the most satisfying moments in your life and now we have the perfect burger to put on the grill and create more satisfying moments in your life it's the dan good burger available only at hy-vee in eau claire this burger has bacon cheese and ranch seasoning all inside the patty to give you that perfect balance of taste and awesomeness in each bite so head on over to hy-vee in eau claire and grab yourself a few dan good burgers and fire up that grill Hello friends, you've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. What up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford. I am your host, Dan Casper, as always, for every single episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Appreciate you checking us out, uh, and uh, I think uh, I think you all know what, uh, what we're going to be talking about uh, in this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. A day that shall live in Packers history infamy we're all assuming that a decision or an outcome will be announced today from aaron Rodgers, as he is going to be on the pat mcafee show noon hour time 1 p.m eastern um i think that's the time right yeah so i think we are at least i am and i think the majority of people out there are Assuming that he's going to say that he's he's going to going to the Jets, and that you know maybe do a little thank into the Packers, Packers fans. As long as I don't hear another Packers fans will truly understand. And then we got way too much Brett Favre connections there, but okay, bad joke. But nonetheless, I, that's where I'm assuming. If anybody else assumes otherwise. Please let me know and, and give me your reasons why. I mean, he could still go out there and say he's retiring, calling it a career. At you know, maybe this is the way to do it. You know, going on Pat show and saying he's calling it a career. I, I don't know, but it is kind of weird that if he is saying he's going to the Jets, and and maybe it'll be a, you know leaked by the teams beforehand. Maybe like the Packers and the Jets will post something out beforehand, but part of it it would be kind of weird that he's announcing on a on a YouTube show 
that he's going to a different team before the teams announce it and that sort of thing. I don't know. But it's it's Aaron Rodgers' world and we're all just kind of having to live in it right now. But I'm you know, I'm I'm wearing the old Rodgers jersey for, for one more time. Probably be the last time I ever wear this thing, but I guess never say never. But hey, if this is it for his Packers tenure, whether it's retirement or whether it's moving on to a different franchise. Thanks for the memories, man. I know a lot of people are sick and tired of the antics, if that's what you want to call them, off-the-field stuff, um, drama, whatever word we want to use, whatever way we want to describe it. I know there's a lot of people tired of it. Hey, I just want a decision, too. A lot of it is sparked by social media speculation, which isn't all on Aaron Rodgers. I think we've got to at least acknowledge that. If it wasn't for Twitter, if it wasn't for Facebook, and if it wasn't for 24-7 coverage, maybe it wouldn't be as drawn-out, annoying, tiresome, that sort of thing. Saw another poll you know, yesterday on, on Twitter that, again, the majority of uh, Packers fans, they want to move on from Aaron Rodgers, at least those who have voted. I don't know if that is the actual majority or not. But if he does move on or does call it a career, dude, Hall of Famer, number will be retired. Be the next one up there. He'll be next to Brett in the Lambeau facade in the atrium. He'll have his banner right next to right next to Favre over there. His name will be on the... Uh, the side with the rest of the Pro Football Hall of Famers when he gets inducted in that Hall of Fame, whenever that's going to be. But thanks for the memories, man. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna have sour grapes or anything like that. Yeah, uh, there's. I've mentioned it before. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'll be a little sad. You know, come on now. I'm. I mean, I'm a fan. Been a fan of this team my whole life. I've been one of those that have only known Favre and Rodgers throughout my entire career, my entire life. Don't remember the Mikowski era and, and that sort of thing. I was a little too young there. And for everybody who's always told me, you know, you never went through the 70s and the 80s, and you're damn right I didn't. And you know what? I don't want to go through it. Okay? I want to be a little entitled. I want to be a little spoiled. I don't want to go through that. Odds are I probably will go through something. Of a stretch like that. That's why I want to appreciate the times we had. You could say, did it uh, hit all of its marks? Accomplish all their goals? No. You have two pro football Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two of the best of all time to ever do it. You'd like like at least uh, more than one Super Bowl each. And I get it. It's tough to win. And I'm a firm believer, too. It's not just all the quarterbacks. It's the... It's the teams around them, so it's not all on air, and I would point fingers in multiple directions. But if whatever happens today where he's with the Jets and or he's going to call it a career, tip of the cap, man, to a hell of a Packers tenure. I mean, think about it, to, to where it started. Go back to 05 when he was drafted. Majority of people upset. I was one of them. I was one of them. I did not want Aaron Rodgers, and I was not sold on Aaron Rodgers. For the first couple years of his career. I was not sold on him when he was a starter in 08. I wanted Favre back. But I got to give that guy credit for all the crap that he went through in 08. For all that stuff from fans booing him at practice, booing him at family night for crying out loud. 
to having the career that he has had, that's pretty darn impressive. That's pretty darn impressive. Say what you want, whether you like the guy or not, football-wise, that's pretty darn impressive. His career with the Green, Green Bay Packers. Tip of the cap. Especially with how it was kind of being set up. A lot of people probably would have crumbled in that situation. Might not have been able to take the heat. He did. And he did it pretty darn well. But assuming that Aaron is moving on to the Jets, I've got a little bit, just just a piece of advice for him, but also Green Bay. Now, I, I was toying with this scenario yesterday. Like, okay. You know, there, there's a report out there that that Rodgers gave the Jets a list of free agents they would like to, or he would like the team to go after. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, and Odell Beckham Jr. If that really happened, I don't think anybody's really surprised at that list, right? He wants his buddies with him. I don't think anybody's surprised. But... The scenario I was playing in my head yesterday is I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, if I'm Goody, Packers general manager Brian Goody Kent, and say Aaron came to me and said, Goody, I'll come back and play another year for the Packers, but I want these guys. I want these guys with me. I'm only coming back if you bring in, you know, let's say the the, the first three and Odell is just like, yeah, if we can get them or not. But I will come back if... You sign up Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Mercedes Lewis. To me, my uh, response to Aaron at that point would have probably been, did it work last year? What was the reason why it didn't work last year? And where we would have to bring back Alan Lazard. And I like Alan Lazard. I want Alan Lazard on my team. But I also realize we've got to be a little realistic in some of these situations, too. But, you know, we'd have to bring back Alan Lazard for a much bigger payday. Randall Cobb's got a 10 plus year veterans minimum, it's a little bit over a million. Mercedes Lewis, probably the same thing. So my my response would have been, did it work when we had those three on our squad already? And that's going to be the stipulation of, and I'm not saying Aaron necessarily did that, but I was playing that game in my mind. And it's like, if he, you know, if I'm Goody and he gave me this list of like, hey, I'll come back with, but you got to have these three. And I'd be like, hey, man, we tried it. We tried it that way. For whatever reason, it didn't work. It wasn't working. I can't agree to that. So my piece of advice for Aaron, if he's going to to the Jets, if it's for a year, if it's for two years, dude, you have got to fully immerse yourself within that team, within with your new teammates. Great if you can get some of your guys to come over with you. But you have got to fully ingrain with those youngsters. This Jets team is full of some talented youngsters. Wilson, Gardner, Hall. You got to be there for all the offseason stuff. You got to do 
some hanging out with the youngsters. You have got to get them buying in. You, you, you've got to be that ultimate teammate now. May have a lot of talented players on that roster, but you have got to be immersed with that team. You can't skip out on anything. You don't have that luxury anymore. You want to win? The only reason you would be going to the Jets for only a year, maybe two years, is you think you can win a championship. Well, sir, my advice to you, you have to fully commit. You have to fully invest yourself into that franchise, into that team. You can't skip out on anything. No excuses. You want to win it all with a brand new team? You got to spend some extra time there. You got to spend some extra time in the building. You may not like it. You may enjoy your off seasons and whale watching and, and all that fun stuff, but you have got. And you just can't, you know. Okay, Alan Lazard's going over there. You're going to target him and just ignore Wilson and, and some of these other guys over there too. You can't. You can't. You got to fully immerse yourself into this team. Don't come in, and I'm not saying he will, but you know, don't come in with like this ego, with this like, all right, big man on campus is in here. You you, you got to jump in, all in, and be one of the guys. Now, my piece of advice for the Packers would be. And again, this is if assuming Rodgers is going to the Jets or whatever, leaving, gone, done playing, whatever. If you feel like that you can still compete in the NFC this year with Jordan Love as your quarterback, if you fully believe that, you need to let your veteran players, your top veteran players, Go out there and do some recruiting for you. Because, and I know money is the ultimate decider for 90, 95% of the players in the league. Money is going to be the main thing, comfort, that sort of thing. But there's going to be players that will be like, okay, why should I commit a big-term contract or you know a contract for a couple of years to a team that I don't know anything about their quarterback. We don't know how Love's going to play. So if Green Bay fully believes that they can can compete in an NFC this year, like getting into the postseason and such with Jordan Love as their quarterback, but they need to still add some free agents. They need to go out there. and recruit. The whole Green Bay thing, nobody wants to go play in Green Bay. That isn't what it used to be in the 90s. It's just not. There's still maybe some players like, uh, but in today's world, once the season's over with, they're not. Most of them aren't living in Green Bay. Some are. Some make it their permanent home. Others, no, they're flying out. But I would go to my Aaron Jones, my Preston Smith, my Devondre Campbell. Bakhtiari, you know, those type of veterans. 
and be like, hey, we want to still add some pieces. We feel like we can still compete. Will you help us with a little recruiting? Because there may be some of those players be like, I don't know about the quarterback situation. though." Again, money is going to be the ultimate decider in this in 90, 95% free agents. But for those free agents, they're like, what about the quarterback spot? You let your veterans do the recruiting. Let them go out there and help you out and help recruiting some players in. It's one thing to say, hey, come play with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. A little bit more difficult than to say, hey, come play with a guy like Jordan Love. We don't know how the heck he's going to be. The only people that may have a good grasp of what he's like are those players. The guys that are in the huddle with him. The guys that are practicing with him. The guys that are in the locker room with him. So that would be my advice to, to Goody and the Packers. Like, Let your veterans go out there and make some calls and try to recruit some players if you fully believe that you can compete this year. And I was thinking about this, and it's like, you know, I was going to, to 2008. Rogers' first year as a starter. In the 6-10 and 10 year. And we know a lot of those games, you know, came down to the defense just not closing it out. But that was also, I think, a year that it was a showcase year for, for air. Hey, this is what I can do. This is a little bit of a glimpse of what I can do. I don't think anybody expected after watching him in 2008 for him to be a four-time MVP. But it's like, I remember, I was at that first game against Minnesota. I was like, okay. And even before then, I was like, I'm not, a, I'm not sold on Rodgers. I'm like, okay. And then I was at that last game against the Lions when the Lions went winless. And I know Aaron's talked about that mo- this moment as one of his top five moments, but he was on the field. He did his TV interview or such, and, and everybody stayed behind. Majority of fans stayed behind. And I actually had a seat next to the player's tunnel. And Aaron was the last person to come off the field. And he got a standing ovation. And and the crowd cheered for him and such. And I know Aaron has talked about that being one of the most memorable, one of his top five moments, because he felt like that was that moment where the fans kind of accepted him. And to be honest, that's kind of when I accepted him too. I was like, all right, now I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. I've, I've, I've drank the Kool-Aid. And there's part of me that's like, is that going to be this year with with Green with the Green Bay Packers? Like I was sitting there and I'm like, I don't know if this team could be a double digit win team with with Love. They might be a seven win, eight win team. But will the most important thing out of this whole season be? We just want to see something from Love that gives us some confidence in the future. We don't know it. We, we might have our per- like like at that moment, you know, in '08 and a couple years before. I didn't think Rogers was going to be the guy. I was wrong, and I'm glad I was dead wrong. It's the same thing with Love. We don't know how it's going to be. We don't know how it's going to turn out. But I'll be kind of curious to see if it is decided today that that Rogers is gone. How does the rest of this off season? Kind of look for for Green Bay. Oh, Schefter just scared the crap out of me. 
tweeted, Aaron Rodgers signed his contract extension with the Packers one year ago today. Okay, yeah. Whew. Thought there was something leaking right there. But, I don't know. I, I, I know I'm going to have more to say on that whole thing, this whole situation, especially with whatever happens today. But I think we can all agree again, we're, we're probably, probably going to find out something. Some will like it. Some won't. Yeah. It is what it is at this point. And I've said it. I, I'm fine with whatever whatever happens. I really am. I'm, I'm fine with whatever happens. If he retires, hats off to a fantastic career. If he gets traded to the Jets, all right, what kind of compensation did we get? If he comes back to Green Bay, well, then we better run this thing back. And you better be incredibly, incredibly active in free agency. I don't know. It's going to be a weird day. It might, it, I, I feel like it's going to be the end of an era officially today. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave podcast. Again, brought to you by our good friends from Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford. And as always, just a quick reminder, if you are not following or subscribing to the podcast, do myself a favor and please do so and give us a five-star review, five-star rating, depending on what podcasting platform you have. I'm sure in our next podcast, uh, we'll be touching on this uh, subject again. But until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we will chat with you again on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.